Welcome to the Mac PFD Spark Podcast. This podcast is meant to inspire you to take the next step in your development journey as a faculty member. We're really excited to bring you excellent and interesting content, from inspiring you to teach or supervise more effectively, to leading and managing your own team, to thinking about creative or humanistic ways to do your work, and finally, to build up your skills in scholarly practice. We welcome you to sit back, listen, and enjoy the latest episode of the Mac PFD Spark Podcast. In this episode, we hear from Dr. Megan Anakin and Dr. Farhan Vakani talk about faculty development. They discuss topics such as challenges of the role, Dr. Vakani's background, and some exciting aspects of faculty development. We hope you enjoy. Hi, everyone. In our episode today, I have the opportunity to introduce you to two colleagues who are part of our international community of faculty developers. Dr. Megan Anakin is a senior lecturer at the Dunedin School of Medicine at the University of Otago in New Zealand. And Dr. Farhan Vakani is a director and associate professor at the Dow University of Health Sciences in Karachi, Pakistan. I know Megan and Farhan through our shared interest in faculty development and we're colleagues on a faculty development committee through AMI, an International Association for Health Professions Education. You can learn more about AMI at amee.org. I'm continually in awe of this community as I witness the dedication and passion for faculty development in our conversations. It is no small feat to gather across multiple time zones with members joining from Asia, North America, South America, Europe, Africa, and the Middle East, including Megan joining sometimes at 3 a.m. New Zealand time. So in this conversation, we join Megan as she asks Farhan about his work in faculty development. And while this conversation did not occur at 3 a.m., I'm still impressed with the degree of coordination it took to have this cross-continental discussion. So how did you become interested in faculty development, Farhan? So it's 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 a difficult question. Basically, uh, you know, my basic field was CME or CPD. And yeah. you can say that CME or CPD was clearly my first love. So, but and in this role, I was in charge uh, for planning and implementing the educational activities for healthcare providers. And I had a role of the manager where I assessed the learning needs of the physicians. And I implemented the lifelong learning activities accordingly, according to the needs. But the dilemma was my workplace had three educational departments. Uh, one was educational development, Department of Education Development. Other was Department of Containing Professional Education. And the other one was postgraduate medical education. So all, all were having the roles of education, but they were not interlinked directly. That they had because they had different roles and responsibilities and they and they were headed by different uh, associate deans so as a result i was usually very curious to learn what their roles and responsibilities were but did not fortunately get the chance to hold them and to ask them what they are doing uh, because everyone was so much occupied in their jobs so but i knew that the undergraduate they were they were dealing with the evolution of the undergraduate curriculum and you know the postgraduate were working with the postgraduate curriculars and residents and all those kinds of things and we were working with the uh, cmes so however coming to your point that 
how my interest developed so i when i was when i was uh, with the department of containing education i did masters in health professions education during that time okay the opportunity to go for a uh, full bright parishman educational planning and administration and management so that was a kind of turning point in my life because i was posted to vanderbilt college of education and i met different uh, fellows from uh, around the globe the different teachers the faculty developers you can say and that what is diverse that was a diverse group that you know that changed my paradigm so this was the spot where i uh, got the interest or become interested in faculty development yeah fantastic so it took that that opportunity to to leave yeah yeah. And the other people to say, hey, there's this other really interesting. Right, right. Because there, there were a couple of people. They were from K-12 level. They were from college. They were from, you know, uh, disability teachers as well. So it was a diverse group where there were collective faculty, uh, you can say, teachers around the yeah. globe from uh, different nations. So yeah. that, was a, that, that was really a wonderful opportunity to meet those people, to have their views, to learn with them, you know. So that was a wonderful experience. So as per my you know, opinion, that was the turning point in my life, yeah. Wow. And what was this paradigm shift from, from being sort of more... Uh, because initially, uh, yeah, because initially when I was uh, working for the Department of Containing Professional Education, I was working uh, uh, in the role of a manager. Most, okay. most of the time I was planning and I was assessing the learning needs and I was delivering the activities, implementing the activities. Yeah. So, uh, but here, you know, now I was looking myself as a teacher, as a faculty, you know. So this, this was a kind of paradigm shift, yeah. So you weren't delivering things anymore. You view yourself now as, as a teacher or an educator. Uh, sorry? Um, you said you were in the role of manager. So you were planning, assessing the learning needs, and you were also delivering some of the sessions? Yes. Yes. Sometimes I was delivering the workshops as well. But uh, often I was involved in the planning kind of thing, assessing the learning needs and helping in facilitating the other departments to define the learning outcomes, to assess the activities and those kinds of things. Yeah. Sounds like you were in the role of a faculty developer before you realized you were. Yes, I was unaware of that kind of role. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, you may. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really, that's really exciting. So what <laughs> aspect... What aspect of your work in faculty development brings you the most joy? Uh, as I said earlier, that the uh, you know the planning part when I when I meet the physicians, you know when I meet when I'm, I'm talking about the CME part, you know. So when I met the physicians, I assess what they want to learn. I had focus group discussions. I I basically conduct some surveys, kind of thing, in order to assess what they want to learn. And uh, what I think, what uh, my strong point is that I was mostly involved in the planning kind of thing. It's because uh, what I feel 
my competency or my strength is a good manager kind of thing. So I feel myself as a, a good manager who can organize and provide the activities effectively and efficiently. But uh, side by side, I feel delighted when, you know, I deliver a successful session. But oftenly, I'm also frightened because at the same time, by the well-informed audience, you know, because I'm at the same time also frightened because of their presence, because they are all aware they are the learned people around me. So, yes, I, I, I enjoy teaching, but, you know, there is a kind of fear in my in my personality that, you know, sometimes I get afraid of their, uh, you know, high thoughts, high questions, those kinds of things. Yeah. Um, uh, and that is a real challenge when you're teaching with doctors, <clears throat> because doctors are such expert learners. I understand your fear. I feel it, too. I think we yeah. all have that when we're yeah. around our peers, because we know our mm -hmm. peers know the material. Very right. So this this is a real world challenge. This is a real challenge for me here. Yeah. So I need to prepare myself. I need to do homework. You know, uh, you know. I need to prepare myself before delivering. Yeah. 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 That being prepared is so important. Thank you so much for that. I think you've already answered the next question, which was, how have you evolved as a faculty developer? You talked no, about. But, you know, but here I can I can give. I can give the credit to AME as well, because uh, during my internship with this faculty development committee at AME, I, I was exposed to international faculty gurus, faculty developer gurus, you know. And so here I learned the, uh, the way how activities can be promoted and developed at international level, basically, and how international educators, they think and they act like, you know. So, uh, and the beauty is the and beauty of this faculty development committee is that we have uh, a diverse group where there are people from uh, native English language and uh, members from other countries as well. So uh, I observed that despite their busy schedules, they usually they were ready to help the other members around from the globe in order to facilitate the fac uh, faculty trainings. And moreover, this internship of faculty development committee has provided me the strength and courage that, you know, uh, to contribute and plan activities along with the experienced professionals that gave me the confidence to speak, to talk to them, you know, and those kinds of things. And on an interesting side note, I have been appointed as the director of Dow University of Health Sciences at this point in time. And so this gave me give this. Uh, thank you so much. So this uh, gives me a hope that, you know, I uh, I'm always ready to learn, to develop, gain, gaining empowerment kind of thing. So, in, so I should be ready to transfer the knowledge to my peer, to my fellows, to my faculty, you know. So uh, I think most of the credit, all credits basically goes now to AME. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That's so wonderful. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. All right. So here comes another question. We all juggle many different professional roles. Um, how do you recharge your battery? Because I know you're a working clinician while being an academic leader now. How do you recharge your battery? 
So basically, uh, yes, you are right because wearing many hats at at this time, at this point in time, because I am the director of health profession education. I am a program director of a masters in health professions education, PhD program in medical education, and along the side, I am serving many curriculum committees at this point in time, and and also delivering the activities as well. So, but the good news is that uh, I have two we have two campuses of our university, and both campuses have different medical education departments so i usually oftenly goes three weeks uh, you know at one campus and three uh, sorry three days per week in one campus and three days per week to other campus so this this provides a kind of change of mood and environment to meet new people and you you know to serve the new team new faculty around both the campuses so this is how because i'm i'm a kind of person i cannot stay with one campus for a long duration. So this gave me a kind of edge, you know, or a kind of, you know, this is the way how I recharge my battery, you know. Oh, yeah. wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that novelty, I think faculty developers do like that frightened feeling or that new adventure. So it sounds every three days you get to move and being with a different group and that's yeah, because enough. meeting with different people meeting with different communities and different group it's it's a kind of learning you know it's it's a it's it's also a kind of new exposure new learning every day every time yeah oh, that's lovely. um what fun fact about yourself would you like to share or i don't know if this applies to you what do you like to do outside of work Maybe sleep. I, uh, I usually go for, you know, I try to go for exercise on a regular yeah. basis. And I love nature, basically. So I can I go for, uh, you know, walking or I usually do gardening and those kinds of things. These are my hobbies. And, uh, and most of the time, because um, I spend in US and Australia and, and Saudi Arabia for my studies and all, all those kinds of things. So now I want to spend quality time with my family and uh, going with them, exploring new places, new restaurants, you know, taking long drives with them and, and, and shopping or winter shopping kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. lovely. Family is important. Yeah. That's what keeps us going, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. That All keeps right. us moving. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Thanks for joining us in this conversation. We hope to share an episode or two each year that features individuals from our international faculty development community people who will inspire us in health professions education and will encourage us to develop and build up our faculty, staff, and community who work with our learners. Thank you for tuning in to the Mac PFD Spark podcast. This podcast is brought to you by the Office for Continuing Professional Development and the Program for Faculty Development at McMaster University's Faculty of Health Sciences. For more information on faculty development, be sure to check out our website at macpfd.ca. That's macpfd.ca. Here you can find other episodes as well as resources for your personal and professional development. A quick shout out to our sound engineer, Ishan Mania Panda, who has been an amazing asset to our team. Another shout out to Scott Holmes, who composed and supplied us with the music you've been listening to. That brings us to the end of this episode. We hope you've enjoyed it and be sure to tune in for our future episodes.